It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, Aurora Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. We're going to talk a little bit about the pool party, the Washington Wizards trade for Jordan Poole and also draft Blau Kulabali. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just want to thank you guys for making Lotto Wizards your first lesson every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on NBA for twenty dollars off your purchase. First purchase, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, so big news today, man. The Washington Wizards trade Chris Paul to the Golden State Warriors for Jordan Poole. A protected first-round pick in 2030 and a second-rounder in 2027 to the Wizards for Chris Paul. League sources said per Shams Sharania, they also the Wizards also get Ryan Rollins. So Golden State is also trading 2022 second-rounder Ryan Rollins. Ryan Rollins to the Washington Wizards as part of the Jordan Poole CP3 deals. Three CP3 deal sources said um, also uh, Ryan Rollins. He went to Toledo, uh, a good athletic uh, combo guard out of Toledo last year in 2022 second-round pick. As a 2022 second round pick, uh, it is very light. It it is very late, as you can see. Uh, <laughs> I'm already uh, getting a little delirious because it's a little late for me. But it's it's 11:55, which is super. It's not super late, but it is kind of late. Uh, the Wizards and the and the draft is still going on right now. They just the Wizards just traded a pick 35 to the Bulls for multiple second round picks. Uh, so there's still moves going on. They may even make their second round pick live, uh, pick 42. It may make that live while we're, while we're discussing the, the draft right now. We are live. We're going to respond to comments at the end. Brandon, what are your thoughts about the pool party coming to D.C.? Jordan Poole, the big news. What are your thoughts? We're going to talk about that first. Thing. Then we're going to talk about Bilal. Uh, what are your thoughts on that trade today? Yeah. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Especially when you look at the returns for KP and, and Bill. Kind of scratching your head and see where we go. Uh, you know, where we go from here. And they responded, man. You know, moving on from Chris Paul. Look, Jordan Poole, man. He's intriguing. He's young. You know, he hasn't even hit his prime yet. So could this move kind of expedite the rebuild? Yeah. I mean, he can be flipped. But I'm very intrigued to see him in the Wizards jersey. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, we, this team is going to be a young, hungry team. It's really starting to come together. You know, I know we're rebuild year one. But, you know, I'm really intrigued to see how he matches up with Ty's, if indeed that's going to be the backcourt. I think we're still going to see a consolidation trade to see what's going on with Monte DeLon and see where we go from there. But, look. You know, Tyus and him, that's an interesting young backcourt. You know, like I said, Jordan Poole can ball. So it's a really, really good move. You know I mean? We made some really good moves. Um, one week, man, and we were able to revitalize this, this team. You know, we, we moved on. We got assets. And I think the biggest thing, too, is also um, it doesn't break the cap for his contract, but you get draft assets. Now, get his 2030, so you're going to wait a little bit. But, you know, if you look at 
you know, because I believe this was an extension of the Bradley Bill to Phoenix trade, right? So if you were if you add the haul that we got from Phoenix, which I believe was 10 picks, six second round picks and four pick swaps. I mean, we made out like a bandit today, man. So I'm very, 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 very happy with this move. You know, he is a young piece that, hey, like I said, he comes on the cheap. He's not breaking the cap. He's not, he hasn't even hit his prime yet. And I think, hey, he was with minutes, man. He could average 20 plus next year, easy. So I think this is going to be a really, really young squad. Obviously, we're rebuilding, but um, we're going to talk about Blau in a little bit, but it's starting to come together. You know, you see a young foundation already. So, again, I'm loving what I see from this front office, man. Very, very impressed with this trade. A hundred, a hundred and ten percent. The Wizards actually did make their pick. Uh, it did just come in. They selected um, – it's the young man from Serbia. It's not pulling up right now, but the, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, they selected. I don't know why it's not pulling up on my Twitter. But to get back to the pool party, uh, Jordan Poole, I, I love the trade. To trade a 38-year-old uh, Chris Paul for Jordan Poole, a young player who just who just needed to get out of Golden State. He just needed to. Of course, the situation with Draymond Green, I think he can come to the Wizards and really lock in and focus. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a great score for this team. We finally get a young asset, a young player that has shown uh, potential and put up good numbers as a six-man coming off the bench, as a legitimate scorer, as a starter for the Warriors. Um, he's a guy that has certainly blossomed in this league. Of course, he's had his up and downs and some maturity um, issues and question marks, you know, kind of going back and forth with Draymond and staff on the bench and the, the coaches in here and, and here and that. But I think he just needed to get out of that situation with Golden State after the punch. Um, in practice that the video that was released, I think he's going to definitely focus here in D.C. And, and lock in. And he's going to put up some big numbers here. He's going to be the number one option, really the number one scorer in D.C. Not only that, we get a 20-30 first-round pick. It's protected. It's top 20 protected. But guess what? The Wizards, we finally get a first-round pick. So congratulations to the Wizards for doing that. And we got a second-round pick. And we got a good player in Ryan Rollins. And there was talks of Chris Paul being bought out or even waived. And we end up getting uh, 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 we get up, we end up getting stuff back for Chris Paul, a, a, a young promising playing Jordan and Jordan Poole and picks. Um, so that's great news uh, for that. Uh, and I think, I really think Jordan Poole is going to be a, a good piece here. I really think he's going to be a good player. Um, I'm intrigued to see him. And if Tyus Jones is here, I'm intrigued to see him play. And if Jordan Poole is not in the long-term future, let's say we get his trade value up even more before the trade deadline coming up next year. And we flip him for, for more picks. So that's, that's a possibility as well. So, I'm excited that we got Jordan Poole, man. He, he's going to be a lot of fun in D.C. He's going to be a fun, exciting player to watch, a guy that has a lot of twitch, a lot of wiggle to him, a guy that can score, get to the basket. Um, a lot of – a lot of he has a bevy of moves. He's definitely a, a three-level scorer. He's a guy that can shoot the lights out when he gets hot. He's a microwave scorer. Last time he played in D.C., he had 29 points against the Wizards. So this guy can really, 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 really fill it up. So And now it really – like, and this is why we were both saying earlier today when we made the Chris Sass video, we wanted it to not – judge or grade them off of the two trades that they made before i think this is trade out of all three trades i think this is the best trade i think this is better than the bradley bill trade of course obviously this is better than the return that we got for chris Tapps. um we knew that there were more moves they had to make some more moves just to flip they had to get chris paul and the bradley bill trade and the warriors had interest so they used chris paul to flip him for jordan Poole. so it was all uh, a weird um uh, um, they had a weird mastermind of, of a plan and it came through. So I'm very excited for the move that they made. Um, but the, the pick just came in. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later, the, the 42nd pick. But now you look at it, 
the full trade here. And Jordan Poole, he's making twenty. He's going to make twenty seven point five million dollars this upcoming year. That's going to be the cap hit. Uh, so he got a good he got a good deal uh, from the Warriors before he was traded here uh, last year. Um, so if you look at it in a vacuum, in the big picture, Bradley Bill was turned into seven second round picks, one protected first, four pick swaps, uh, and Jordan Poole. <laughs> who also has a no trade clause and one of the large or for somebody that had a no trade clause. So we really ended up, we, we really ended up with seven second rounders, one protected first and four pick swaps uh, for Bradley bill. And we got Ryan Rollins as well. So they made their magic work. They made it work with the worst situation that, you know, Tommy Shepard and Ted Leonsis put on them. They made something happen. They made some magic happen after, you know, it was underwhelming the first two days. Um, they had us in the first half, but they finished strong. Uh, with this move again, Jordan Poole. And I, I'm excited to see Jordan Poole in a, in a Wizard jersey for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm very excited, man. And I think, you know what? Yeah, they can flip him, but I don't think they should. I, I think he's a keeper, man. I think mm-hmm. that because you got to have a foundation for a rebuild. Mm-hmm. He's young. He hasn't hit his prime yet. You know, see what he can do with his young with his young group. I'm very interested to see how, you know, Tyus Jones and him playing the backcourt, I want to, you know, and really utilize shooters. Look, Corey Kisberg can shoot. You know, I'm really interested. So, man, I think we should keep him. I think he should be part of the future. That's just my humble opinion. But because, like I said, you got to have a foundation. He hasn't even hit his prime yet. You know, he is an affordable contract. You know, right now we're rebuilding. We don't need to bring free agents here, so it's not even a cap issue, anyways. So, I definitely want to see what he can do long term here in here in DC, man. I really because he can play some ball. I mean, he's a young and up and coming talent, man. I'm trying to tell you, he's going to average about 20 plus a season. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you, I'm a big fan of his. So, yeah, I think this was a big move. This And um, like you said, e, this is the better out of the three. This was a good move. Now, I know it's incorporated with the bill trade, because, but it's kind of his own little separate transaction. Mm-hmm. But this was a money move. This front office has impressed me. They've totally <laughs> – I mean, they everybody's out of here. I mean, KP's gone. You know, Kuzma's gone. Bill's gone. You know, you got value. So I'm loving what I see from the front office, man. Um, so yeah, going forward, I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of people are gonna be looking at me. I think there's still moves to be made. You know, the depth chart is not finalized, but I would like to see a Tyus Jones and uh, Jordan Poole backcourt because they're young, hungry backcourt. So I, I'm very, very intrigued to see what they can do going forward, man. So no, it's, it's a money trade. You know, I know people were kind of <laughs> judging off the bill trade and judging off the KP trade. And, and I get it, the returns weren't that attractive but they, they proved their worth you know they showed why this is chess not checkers mm-hmm. you know they they are utilizing picks you know they're accumulating picks you know they're finding young talent because we're about to we're gonna we're about to talk about the young talent in a minute so i'm saying it, no it was a very beautiful day for wizards basketball going forward right yeah every move is like you said chess not checkers every move has a next move every every plan has a plan a plan b plan z plan c so the big three of Michael Winger, Will Dawkins, and Travis Schlenk, I, I love what they did today. Just look at some of the numbers from Jordan Poole. He averaged 20 points a game this past season, 87% from the free throw line, uh, 33% from the three-point line, which is okay. It's not great. He shot 36% last year, 18 points a game uh, uh, last year. Also four assists, four and a half assists this year. So he can play point. He can play shooting guard. He's a combo guard. He's, he's a guy that can fill it up. You see some beautiful passes from Jordan Poole. Kind of like some and one mixtape tour kind of moves. So he's he's a guy that's going to get some some fans in the seats. We may not get a lot of fans in the seats this year because they may not win a lot of games during this rebuild. But I think he's a guy that they're bringing into DC that fans can relate to, fans can get excited for, um, and fans can really relate to and get excited for because they can respect his game. This guy is a bucket getter and he can really score and can really fill it up. Um, and 
you know, if, if you are going to rebuild, you do want to at least have some attractive players in here that fans can certainly get behind. And I, I think Jordan Poole's a guy that, that definitely will do that. But uh, we're going to get into the pick about Bilal, and then we'll talk about the the pick that the Wizards just uh, made at pick 42. We're going to talk about him a little bit before we do get to that. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Uh, I love the Bird Dog shirts that were sent to me. I got two pairs of shorts from Bird Dogs. They fit really, really well. I, I cook out on the grill wearing the shorts. I work out in the shorts. I have fun in the shorts. I go to the mall, uh, do everything. I work in the shorts as well. They're just super flowy, super professional uh, looking as well. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Uh, Bird Dogs it, it uses anti-stink, sweat-wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We promise you. All right, so the Washington Wizards were aggressive. They moved up one spot with the Pacers to get Balao Kulabali. Um, Jarris Walker uh, was picked right after us, but we gave up two second round picks one was a 2028 second round pick one of the picks from from the phoenix Suns. so they were aggressive and moved to get Bilal kulabali also woge said that other teams were aggressive that they really wanted to get Bilal as well so that's why the wizards felt the need to move up to pick six uh to get Bilal. but what's your thoughts on Bilal? of course i know you like Bilal uh, out of france played with victor wimbyama as well uh what are your what were your initial thoughts to the wizards picking Bilal? um long term great pick now I get it. He's raw. Um, his shot is going to, have to be. I think his three point shot is going to come along. He's got a potential to be a three point sniper. He does, but the thing is, he's got to work on his release. It's his slower release, so he's got to work on that. But seven two wingspan. He's an athlete. He's got hops. He's a Skywalker. I mean, he can attack the paint. Uh, his defense is on point, and this is coming from a um, French league where defense is a priority. So you know, if you, if you're a if you can defend in the defenders league, that says something. You know, so I think there's a potential that he can develop into a three and D. Um, a lot of comparisons are OG and Anobi. So, you know, that says a lot, man. You know, OG, his offensive game, if you look at his earlier in his career, he had to develop his offensive game. He was not an offensive guy coming into the league. So, and look at him now, he's able to stretch the floor and create for himself. So I think that is the perfect comparison. That is the upside to Bilal. Um, whether he comes in and starts, whether he's come out the bench, it remains to be seen. You know, we're still early on in the process of, you know, the offseason, but this is a guy going forward that I think properly developed. He can be an above average starter in his league. You know, I think the potential is there. Six, eight, still growing. You know, like I said, seven, two wingspan. You know, he can hop out the gym. So the shot's going to get there. He's just got to work on the, you know, the, a faster release. But I love this pick, man. I think this is a high upside pick for this team. And this is the type of prospect, you know, and, and, and plus, you know, he's from France. So you know, I know Ted is looking at the whole French connection, you know, you know, like he did with, you know, Israel with uh, Denny and Japan with Rui. So you got that connection. So no, overall, I'm, I'm very impressed. But again, I'm going to stress he is raw. So he's going to have to be developed a little bit. But, you know, the fact that 
I don't know. His, this pick kind of resonates like Denny's pick. Because you remember, you know, it was the same MO when it came to Denny when we when we selected him that, you know, um, it was a steal. You know, teams were trying to get up there and get the pick, so they hurried up and got him. So, but I, but I get it, man. You know, you see the potential with this guy. I'm very happy. I think he's going to develop into a really good player in D.C., man, under this um, new regime. So, yeah. Um, oh, and by the way, e, the pick was – Tristan Vucevic out of yeah. Serbia. Yeah, so there's so definitely five, a man. lot of definitely a lot of heritage night guys for sure. Definitely <laughs> yeah, a lot man. of heritage night. And uh, Josh Robbins says that he potentially will be a draft and stash guy. I'm not a big fan of that. I get that we're gonna have a lot of that. We have so many second round picks that we have to um, possibly sit some guys out to keep roster spots. That's a big reason why they traded pick 35 to the Bulls for multiple future second round picks. Um, but once again, just being scarred. I- I'll trust in the new front office is just being scarred about the draft and stash guys like East of Sanin and Yannick Zosa. Um, but this this guy can play. I-, I-, I was watching a little bit of his highlights. I'm not too familiar. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know much about the guy, but I have watched him play. I watched him play in a combine. And he looked really fluid. The fluid athlete can shoot the three very versatile big out of Serbia, of course. Um, and we know a guy that that played in Serbia that had a heck of a, a finals this past season too. So maybe we can, maybe we can get a little bit of that, that kind of uh, potential there. But um, Bilal, I think he's a good player, very young, very athletic, played with Wimby, played uh, kind of on their GV, JV team with the, the uh, 92. I want to say they're called the, the Metropolitan 92. Just super athletic, man. This guy is an athlete and a half. He's still growing six foot six, seven foot two wingspan, only 18 years old. So you see the upside. He's definitely a boom or bust pick. He has, Sky high potential, but definitely has a super low floor. Uh, we did have an episode uh, talking about him a couple days ago where we had uh, some guys from the Lockdown NBA draft talk about him. But um, this guy can defend his butt off, man. And we don't have a lot of defenders like that on this team other than DeLon and Denny. But this guy is scrappy. Uh, he can get down in the stance. He can deflect a lot of passes, get his hands on a lot of passes, get some steals. Really good in transition. He will dunk on you. A lot of put back dunks as well. Um, definitely improved throughout the season. And you look at his playoffs. In uh, the international league that they play in, I got to do me- more research on the league as well. But had a couple of good games, 16 points. Uh, had a game with uh, 16 points. It was filling it up in the playoffs. So he improved uh, throughout the year. So definitely has to work on that shot. Definitely has to work on that shot. Just looking at some of the numbers that I pulled up uh, for uh, Bilal Kulabali in the playoffs. Now in the playoffs, he averaged 8.8 points a game, 1.3 steals a game, one assist. Uh, three boards, shot 23% from the three-point line, so certainly has to improve from the three-point line and 63% from the free-throw line in the playoffs. This is this is per basketball reference. Uh, but you look at his some, some of his numbers um, at the rim, and he shot the ball really well at the rim because, of course, he's dunking the ball. He's a very good cutter. He's very good moving without the basketball. Uh, very good finisher around the rim. 65% in transition, 71.4% on cuts to the rim, 76.9% on offensive rebound putbacks as well, according to Synergy. So that just shows you how well um, of a of how he finishes around the rim. He's a good lob threat too. So he's a guy that can that they can throw lobs to, like Tyus. He can throw lobs to Bilal uh, in tra- transition and in the half court. You can call some backdoor cuts for him to catch a lob. Same thing with Jordan Poole. He's a good passer as well. So they can find him. Denny's a good passer as well. Uh, so he can find Bilal in transition and, and for some lobs in the half court as well. So I'm intrigued, man. They they're taking a swing. Uh, a lot of the times we want to see the Wizards take swings and go against the grain and not just go with the consensus ESPN mock draft pick. So um, I think this is a solid pick. I am 
the, the, the developmental staff is really going to be put to the test here because you, you definitely got to work on a shot. It's a little slow. You got to work on his mechanics for sure. Um, but the talent is there. The talent is there. I think he's a young, hungry guy that's just definitely exploded on the scene. Two months ago, not a lot of people were really talking about him at this spot. But once he got moved up to the to the varsity team and um, played really well in the playoffs, this guy really, really um, shot up the board. So, yeah, on the season, he shot 68.1% at the rim which ranked him in the 82nd percentile as well. So those are just some, just some stats and some numbers to get you guys familiar. Of course, some people look at the stats and they see that he averaged five points um, in a regular season. But don't just look at the numbers there. Just look at the upside of the potential. And I, I'm going to trust this staff uh, for sure that they're going to be able to develop him and they're, they're taking a swing. So we just got to trust the process here for sure. So um, could they have drafted Cam Whitmore? Cam Whitmore dropped all the way to pick 20 with the Rockets. I thought I was excited when I saw him. Dropped to pick eight. I know you you love Cam Whitmore, so I thought that was a guy they possibly could have taken. Kobe Bufkin dropped to 15 with the Atlanta Hawks. I thought that's another guy that they that they could have taken. I think Cam Whitmore would have been more of a of a safe pick because you just know what you were getting. Seeing him play at Villanova, he played there the whole year. You see the athleticism and the, and the explosiveness, how strong Cam Whitmore is. But I think it's a good pick. Time will tell. Uh, but I think the developmental staff definitely will be put to the test. And uh, uh, you can say everybody needs to get in the weight room, but Bilal, he's certainly – uh, needs to get in the weight room and get stronger as well. But uh, and, and I saw him finish with his left a couple of times too. So just to see a guy finish with both hands, I love that too. And a guy that can dribble the ball with both hands as well. So I'm I'm, I'm excited. Um, but there's a lot of un- unknowns with Bilal for sure. A lot of unknowns, but I'm excited. Now I'm very excited that also, man. Now a part of me was hoping that they would try to find a way to get Cam Wentmore later in the, mm-hmm. in, in the first round, right? Because he's he's just pro ready, man. But you know, Houston, man, their draft, they, they continue to draft well. I'm just hoping it translates into success. You know, it's easy to draft well, man, but it's, it's one thing to put it all together. So, but, dra- you know, Houston definitely had a good night in as far as drafting. But, no, nah, I mean, Bilal, he's got potential. He's raw, but he's got potential. Mm. And he's got potential. You, you know, I think he's going to be decent. Now, you know, we were talking about before the, bomb, the pod, man, about whether he should start or be on the bench. I think he should start out on the bench, you know, work on developing that shot. Mm. Because if you try to slide him in there with Denny, and and now you Gaff is now the starting center. You know, you got three guys who aren't big shooters, man, unless Denny kind of takes that step, which I'm hoping he does. But so definitely he's going to have to be developed off the bench, give him some minutes off the bench. But going forward, man, I think he's going to grow into a really – he's going to grow into an above-average starter in his league. Because I, 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 I've watched a lot of tape. And um and I, and I admit, I didn't before we did the episode. Now, mm-hmm. when I, we did the episode and I started scouting him a little bit, I, I started getting deep in the tape. And he's, the intangibles are there, man. It's just the fact that getting used – it's kind of like Johnny Davis, getting used to the speed of the NBA, you know, but the defense is there. So, yeah, going forward, man, I, this is a good pick. This is a sneaky – and it could be a, one of those steals of the draft, man. I mm-hmm. think he has that upside, but he's got to be developed right, and that's the biggest key with him is development. And <laughs> um, we oh, – man, it's, uh, confidence, look at me. Um, mm-hmm. Confidence. Confidence is the name of the game, man. You know, just think – just like Jenny, he's a young guy. Young players, man, the biggest key is confidence. So that's the thing, you know, don't rush him. You're in a rebuild, but don't feel the need to have to rush him to start. You know, let him gain that confidence, let him work on his shot and go from there. And I think if, if they do that and they develop him right, no problems going forward. So, no, I'm very happy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah, he did improve some of his three-point shooting off the catch. He shot 35, 35.1% off the catch uh, from three. So, tor- as the year went on, he did start to shoot. Um, better from the three-point line. And just some quotes from some uh, draft experts. Zach Harper said, he he said about Bilal, he's going to call him the steal of the draft. 
Um, and he loves that for the Wizards. And then Jonathan Gavoni added that the forward might have the highest upside of any prospect in this draft. So uh, the Wizards definitely, definitely um, took a swing here. So we're going to get to a quick couple of quick words from Brandon, and then we'll get to the comments. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports events, music, comedy shows, and theater near you with killer deals and last-minute tickets and a best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Wow. Great images you see before you buy. That is a big plus right there. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are set. Snag the tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And tonight's episode is also brought to you by Prize Picks. So you're probably wondering right now, how does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they go score more or less than their Prize Picks projections. You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. That's right. 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. This includes the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA Golf, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, the WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Is that easy? It's safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states in canada download the prospects apps and go to prospects.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports first time users can receive a 100 instant deposit match up to 100 dollars with promo code locked on if you deposit 100 dollars, prize picks will give you 100 dollars. if you deposit 50 prize picks will give you 50 don't forget to enter promo code locked on to sign up and get an instant deposit match up to 100 dollars Yes, sir. Just some quotes from Bilal's press conference, his draft presser. He said, quote, I'm happy to be a part of the D.C. family. I'm grateful to be here in Washington. Um, he did speak with Chris Miller. Chris Miller tweeted out that Bilal told told him that he compares his game to Paul George and Mikhail Bridges. I could see I do see some Mikhail Bridges in his game. Just has to work on the shot. Of course, Mikhail Bridges can really knock down the three. Um, Paul George. I do see some ball handling there that resembles Paul George. Um of course, once again, he's got to work on the shot, but I, I see the athleticism there for sure. Uh, the putback dunks and just getting to the basket and finishing strong. Um, and then also Bilal um, said, Neil DeLaw tweeted that he asked Bilal Kulabali if he thinks he's still growing. Um, and then Bilal says, I don't think so. I know I'm still growing. So that's intriguing because he's 18. So he's 6'6 right now. A year from now, he could be 6'8. You know, who knows? Because he's still growing. He still is a, a, a very... Very young man. Also, some insight. Shout out to Hoop District. Uh, they tweeted out that Wizards GM Will Dawkins went to Bilal Koulibaly's practice in France earlier this year. Koulibaly says he has spoken with Will Dawkins again in West Hounslow Jr. on the phone since getting drafted by the Wizards. So it looks like the Wizards definitely um, – Will Dawkins is very familiar with Bilal's game for sure. And then he all, Bilal also said that he can guard one through five. He said he's a two-way player. He can play great defense on all the folks from the point guard to the center. So – um, anybody that wants to go out there and play defense, man, we just haven't had a d- defensive identity in a long time. So that, that excites me right there for him to hear him saying that. And then he also says, um, somebody asked him how he's going to celebrate. And he also said, we're about to go out. And, uh, he, he laughed about that. Uh, he said, he's going to celebrate with his teammate, Victor Wimbayama. There's also somebody else said that, uh, 
he didn't know that he was traded until uh, a fan from the crowd said he got traded to the Wizards. So um, uh, definitely an interesting uh, press conference from Bilal. So we're going to get to the comments here. Uh, 40, 187 people in the chat um, tonight. So no breaks, news says thoughts. We just talked about our thoughts. Um, Reese uh, Coopin says risky pick. Do we expect him to flourish or crash and burn? Flourish. He's got the intangibles. He's, he's going to be all right. You know, we're going to get him in D.C. Mm -hmm. We're going to get him some mumble sauce and some chicken wings, man. We're going to get some weight on him. <laughs> we're going to work on that shot, and we're going to go from there, man. He's uh, going to be all right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> got to yeah, get him the uh, Ben's Chili Bowl for sure. And, yes, sir. Uh, you know, get him get him some uh, some carryout wings or something like that. Get him on a good diet. You know, take him to uh, D.C. Prime, the steakhouse as well. Get him a couple steaks for sure, and he should be fine. Um, it, is it a risky pick? I do think it is a risky pick. But sometimes that's how you take big swings and you got to, you know, you got to really trust on your scouting department and doing your research and your feel for the game and scouting. And, and sometimes you got to take those swings, especially in a re in a rebuilding phase. So um, this is the time to do it. This is the time to do it, especially in a rebuilding phase. I, I do think it's risky because um, now I, I brought up Cam Whitmore. Now he dropped because of the medicals or. Inter not interviewing well, so that may be a reason a bunch of teams uh, pass up on Cam Whitmore. Uh, I did bring up Kobe Bufkin. That's a guy that, that I did like out of Michigan, too. Maybe uh, he would have been a little too rich for a pick eight, but if, if you like if you like that guy, get your guy. If you like that guy, get your guy. So um, I do think it's risky just because of the boomer bust factor. I could see I could see going I could see it going both ways for Bilal, and I said this two weeks ago. I said this two weeks ago. I, I could see it going well, and I could see it going bad because it's just the athleticism is there, but of course, as a young 18-year-old, just like everybody else, there, there's a lot to work on on the offensive side of the ball uh, for Blau, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of it has to do with mechanics and shot release, but I think it's fixable. It all depends on, you know, him putting in that work. But, you know, like I said, coming from a league where defense is, is a priority, man, you know, we have young guys who can defend between him and Denny. Um, so, I think he's going to be all right. You know, it, it just comes down to develop him right. You know, that's the biggest key. He needs development. So, but I think he's got all the traits are there for him to be a very successful NBA player, in my opinion. So, I mean, yeah, I was on the can. You know, I, I was looking at Mash. Oh, I thought we were going to get Cam. And then he continued to slide and slide. And I was like, oh, man, how far mm -hmm. are you going to slide? And he got the 20. But, you know, the injuries I get. I, but I think we'll be all right, man. You know, Bilal, mm -hmm. I think is a very intriguing prospect. I want to Cam, but. You know, at this point, I, you know, I'm rocking with the front office, man. So, then they made a pick, so I'm rocking with it. Right. Yeah, and the Thunder, they took they took Ujman Jang last year at, at, I want to say, pick 11. And he's slowly developing. He's been in the G League. Uh, so, you know, he hasn't really hit the ground running. So, it may take time for Bilal to develop. They, you know, I'm going to trust this new scouting department that they come that they have coming here. If they have new guys coming in the scouting department. Uh, so that kind of shows you what kind of swings that the Thunder are willing to take. Usman Jang was not projected to really go that high, but the Thunder, you know, they wanted to get their guy. They wanted to get their guy. The same thing with Jalen Williams. He he was he was starting to get some steam to go that high. He was I want to say he was about pick twelve or pick thirteen, and he turned out to be a really really good player. So um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not against the swing. I'm not against the swing, but it it is it certainly is risky. Uh, Sheldon T says, got to take high risk, hopefully high reward. Hopefully has a bit more growing left and ends up, uh, an Uber athletic four. Um, I certainly, I could see that going, I could see that happen for sure. Um, 
S Cope X says twenty thirty. Ouch. Um, yeah, it's not the sexiest of first round picks, but we finally got one. So it's seven years from now. So uh, I did the math in the 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 pick. If if they're if they're uh, twelve years old, they would be twelve years old at this point. If you know when you're nineteen, that's when you're a freshman in college. So basically, we would be drafting a seventh grader at this point. Right well, now. I mean, I just I just received breaking news, man. They actually just sent scouting to a middle school in Iowa, so we're straight. Mm-hmm. But right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little ways off, man. But yeah, hey, at least we got one, man. Yeah, we finally got one. It, it took us some time to get one, but we finally got one. It's seven years from now, but hey, we'll, we'll finally take. One. We're, we're not allergic to first round picks anymore. Not anymore, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, I mm-hmm. still think we need some more, but definitely, uh, it, it's definitely a step in the right direction. You know, I'll, I'll definitely say that. Definitely right. Um, uh, Stuart O'Flaherty o- says none of the picks from today. Jordan Poole and the new management will all be gone when they pick in the 2030 draft. Um, who knows, Stu? Who knows? We don't know about that. I mean, they they could be they could be here. They could be here. We'll see. Um, I'm, I'm pretty I'm optimistic that they'll be here in 2030 for sure. So we'll see. Um, Michael Waller says versatile seven footer going to be head to outperform the future defensive player of the year, Jay Huff. Yeah, no, Jay Huff had a good performance, man. He was uh, I want to say he was defensive player in the of the year in the G League. He had yep. a really impressive. Uh, performance in the G League and it translated to the games last year. Jay Huff looked like he belonged in the league for sure. So, um, this guy Tristan Vukcevic, uh, seven footer, uh, Chase, who just tweeted out, known in part for his outside shooting, Vukcevic has played for Real Madrid and Partizan in the Euro League, widely considered to be the second best player, second best league in the world. Um, but this guy, he can put the ball on the floor. He's he's like the modern big where he can shoot, he can get to the basket. Um, he can back you down, post you up a little bit. So I'm, I'm definitely gonna watch some more highlights of of the young man that we drafted at pick 42. Um, so I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, with that size and his and his ability to shoot, very intriguing. Very intriguing. You know, if you look at um, Jokic, man, what round was he in? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't think much of him either. And look at him, two time MVP champion now. So. Just never know, man. You know, you got to get uh, give our faith into the scouting department and their ability to, you know, develop talent, man. So, I mean, right. he's he's definitely a very intriguing prospect too. Right. Yeah. So we just, they got an instant grade for it, and they got a C minus. I mean, it, it's way too early to grade grades, but the the Wizards got a C minus. I'm gonna try to pull up the read up for that, but um, like I said, I gotta I gotta do some more research on the guy. But from what from what I did watch, um, he played well in the uh, in the combine. Um, Michael Wilder also says, y'all think Gafford is going to end up, y'all think Gafford is going to up his numbers to average 18 plus points. He is such a great finisher. 18 plus. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know about Gaff. I mean, we'll see on that jump shot. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> He's definitely going to get opportunities to see if he can put up 18, but I don't, I don't see 18, man. You know, mm-hmm. he just hasn't, he doesn't have that skill set. To you know, if he has an outside shot, I mean, I know he added a jumper, but you know, you still got to work on that release. But we'll see. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't see eighteen points a game for him. That's just not really his game. I think at most, yeah. probably like you know, I can see him averaging a double double if he really locks in. And he gets the minutes if he can stay in shape and stay out of foul trouble and stay healthy. I can see him averaging you know ten and eight or maybe even ten and ten. And uh, a block and a half for sure. So I think that would be the goal for him. I don't think his game is really 
getting 18 plus points. And that's the kind of that's not what we really want him to. If he if he goes out there and does it some way somehow, um, that's awesome. But I don't think that's really what we want him to do. Honestly, uh, you know, go out there nah. and put up 18. That's not really his role. Um, his role is to you know to be that rim running big, catching lobs. But I mean, he is adding, adding that mid range jumper. So yeah, if he does it, that would be awesome. It really would. It would be nice to add to his game, especially with this this roster right now. And um, if it is going to be uh, a 25 win season, then yeah, sure, go out there and, and try post moves and, and try everything, try everything in the arsenal for Gaff. He should definitely try to develop as much as he can. Um. Guilty says Poole is a decent guy to give you points while the team building grows. Not really someone I build around. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's going to come in and put up buckets like he always does. Put up 20 points a game on the Warriors, 18 points a game one year. Came off the bench, played really, really well for the Warriors as well. Was was a great piece for their uh, championship run that they had last year. And uh, I think he's going to come in here, come in here and fill it up. He's going to come in here and fill it up. So um, he's he's going to be excited to watch. Yeah, and that's why I said, I mean, maybe down the line we trade him. Maybe he could be. Um, maybe he could grow into maybe he could develop even more with a bigger role here and grow and grow into a, a potentially maybe an all-star player. If he really locks in, he has the talent to lock in and become a, I really believe he has all-star potential. I think a lot of people recently are having uh bad reviews on him just because of the bad series he had with the Lakers and the bad the bad ending of the season that he had. You know, the way he played in the playoffs was was bad. It was awful. It was, but I think there were some other factors that kind of contributed some off the court stuff that contributed to that. I completely agree, man. Look, I think he is a future all-star. I mean, he's going to definitely get his points up. Is he somebody to build around? We don't know that yet. You know, I, he's a young guy who hasn't had his prime yet. He's shown that he can, he's, he's a bucket. You know, he's proven that, you know, his, his three point shot will improve here in DC. So, I mean, he's, he's definitely an intriguing young prospect, man. I mean, he, and you know, like I said, a contract's not killing the cap. And if you want to, if you want to build up his value and then flip him, and I, I can see that, but, you know, I definitely want to see what he can do in D.C. at least for this season. Yes, sir. Uh, Lamar Odom, that's a, that's a funny name right there. Shout out to Lamar Odom. Uh, he says, Thunder, we're going to take Bilal, so it made no sense to trade back. I'm assuming it was cheaper to move up than to move back. Um, yeah, a lot of people a lot of people wanted to draft him. A lot of teams were, were definitely in, uh, interested in getting him. Some, people was, some reports were saying the Jazz as well, so – uh, the Wizards felt the need to move up, and they only moved up one spot. They gave up second round. We have what eighty second round picks, so it really wasn't much. And then we got even more second round picks by trading the thirty fifth pick. So I mean, we we just have a, a gluttony of second round picks. Um, Matt Lofgren says we just picked up a Serbian stretch five, uh, super young sniper from deep, and a draft combine standout. Yes, I did watch the combine, and that's where he set out to me. Yeah, he he definitely shoot the ball, man. He could definitely shoot the ball. Yeah, I saw that as well. You know, he's intriguing, man. You know, we got we definitely got to get, you know, get him to play some defense. You know, he's not the the, <laughs> the best guy on the defensive end, but you know, from an offensive standpoint, man. But I'll say this about um going back to Jay Huff. I think that Jay Huff needs to be the backup center next year. I think we need to give him minutes and see what he can do as a backup center and see where he really how he can do in that role. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh sufficient definitely shoot, man. Right. Uh, let me see. There's a lot of comments coming in here. Um, there was a thought. There's some crazy comments in here. Um, yeah, Jonathan Almeida says, I don't know about another drafting stash. We'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. Josh Robbins said a drafting stash. I wouldn't be happy about that. Um, the Suns just made a selection. Dayton, power forward. 
Dayton power forward Tumani Kamara proposed trade to the Wizards. So I think that's the guy that we just picked uh, power forward. So I definitely got to uh, – do you know anything about uh, Tumani Kamara? Nah, not, <laughs> <laughs> not too much, man. <laughs> right. Um, and then um, D-E-E-Z, D's, he says, y'all don't want to say it, so I'll say a horrible pick. Um, D's, I'm not going to agree with you, but um, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm reserved. I'm reserved on the pick. I'm reserved on the pick. It's a boomer bust pick. I can see him being really, really good. I can see him taking some time where it's going to take a long time for him to develop, where you have to wait this out and see what happens in three years. And it's a rebuilding process, so they're willing to do it. Yeah, I think it's too early to really determine that, man. You know, you mm-hmm. got to see how it plays out. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't played one minute for the Wizards, so just never know. I mean, time and time again, man. Every year we see guys who are projected to go top five, and then they get picked later in the rounds. I mean, look at Nick Smith Jr. tonight going to Charlotte. You know, a year ago he was projected to be a top five pick. Look where he was drafted. Same thing with Cam Whitmore. You know, you just never know, man. You know, until they play a minute for in the NBA, you just never know. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to develop into a good player. I'm not saying he's going to start now. I'm not saying that he's a finished product, but eventually he will be a really, really good player, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Young Irvin says, Wizards once again do nothing on draft day. It's too early to tell, so we'll see. Um, oh, they, they compare Tristan Vukcevic to Omer Yurt7, who went to Georgetown. Uh, Omer has had a solid career for the Miami Heat coming off the bench, and he has contributed in a couple of games, so uh, we'll see about that. But um, – yeah, I, 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 uh, oh, there's, there's a, okay, so draft express just came out and saying NBA teams who express interest have been told that Vucevic does not want to be stashed in Europe next season. So he does not want to be stashed. He wants to play him. He wants to play here. So I love that. I love that he wants to play here. I love that he doesn't want to just be stashed away, that he's ready to play. So that, that really makes me, um, encouraged about that. I'm watching some of his highlights. He's shooting fadeaway jumpers. He's putting the ball on the floor. I'm watching right now, mid-range game. He's running the floor as well. So um, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this guy. I got to look at the Dayton guy. Um, but to say the Wizards once again do nothing on draft day, I think that you, you got to reserve that. I think that's a little too early to say that. Um, now, Monte Morris, he did tweet out the eye emoji. So I don't know if he's going to be traded. We'll see. Um, as 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 far as right now, they have not traded DeLon. They have not traded Tyus. And they have not traded Monte Morris. So we still have a bunch of uh, point guards on the roster at this point. I was gonna say, man, it must be refreshing to have a guy from Europe that wants to play. You know, mm, right. I mean, somewhere Yannick Zos is like, word <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that, man. To come in right away and want to play, man, that says a lot about him, man. So yeah, I love it, love it. Yeah, he's got that dog in him, uh, Isu Sanin, drafting stash. You know, we never got to see him play, so this guy wants to play. I want to see him in the summer. I want to see all these young guys playing the summer league. I'm really, I'm really excited for the summer league too. Um. And then Shugs BZ says we should trade Denny Amante for Cam. Are you talking about Cam Whitmore? Uh, it's a little too late for that. I don't see I don't see the Rockets trading Cam Whitmore at all, especially at pick twenty. Um, excuse me, I don't see that at all. No, nah, I don't think it's happening, man. I think Cam's going to be a Rocket, but I mean, I think Monte is definitely going to be on the move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely, definitely Monte, maybe Delon, but we will see. Because I think Tyus, man, I'm I think a lot of people are interested to see what he can do in the starting role. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Uh, let's see here. Stewart, Stewart says, I'm hoping Colabali is all-star in 2030. We'll see. Um, it's a long time from now, of course. Uh, DC Hoopla says, I stand corrected about the 50-second pick. Phoenix made the selection on our behalf for Sham. So, yes, that the guy, the young man from Dayton is our pick. Uh, we're definitely going to get some draft guys on here to talk about um, the young man from Dayton, and, and they'll definitely give us some more insight uh, about that, about him and his game. We'll probably get somebody to talk about Tristan uh, more as well in some future episodes. Absolutely. Let me go ahead and take a look out of Dayton. Let's see. Okay. And uh, shout out to DC Hoopla as well. They got a YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe to them. We Absolutely. are picking at, uh, we're picking at pick 57. So that pick is going to be coming in pretty soon. We may uh, still be on her at that time. Uh, the Cavaliers got Imani, uh, Imani Bates. That's a guy that I was uh, interested in the Wizards getting. Uh, Amari Bailey is a guy that I really wanted the Wizards to get. They did not uh, choose him. Of course, with the roster and having too, having too many players, they, they weren't going to use all uh, of their second-round picks tonight. Well, I, I like what we got. <laughs> so we'll see what the, uh, this last pick is going to be. But um... – I definitely like what we got. I can understand, the, you know, people not being too sure about Bilal, but, you know, again, we're in a rebuild, man. It's all about development. It's not so much what you see right now is what you can see down the road. It's important as far as these guys, man, mm-hmm. developing the talent. So I think yeah. we're good, man, and especially this cat out of Serbia, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you 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 get, you show him play defense, man. He could be a very, very intriguing prospect. I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tristan. So he's under contract next season for the the team that he's playing for overseas, but he wants to play here. So we'll see if we can get him. Um, if he can get out of that contract, if he really wants to be here, I guess maybe he can do something like a buyout. Yeah, and um, he can play on the team immediately. Um, but yeah, they're at pick fifty five right now. Did you want to stay on for pick fifty seven? Isaiah Wong is the pick for the for the uh, for the Pacers out of Miami. But um, we can definitely we can either wrap it up or or stay on for the last uh, for the last pick. Uh, let's let's go for it. Okay. Um. So this guy on YouTube, we can't really read his name, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say public relations. He says, "How long have y'all been Wizards fans, Mister Scott and Mister Oliver?" Since the day I came out the womb, homie. yeah you bleeding you bleeding i was gonna say you were bleeding red white and blue but at that time you were bleeding the uh the gold and blue you know the gilbert arenas jersey you got on and brandon's rocking a fro tonight no hat tonight you know so brandon's (laughs) feeling good yes sir yes sir (laughs) yeah i've been loving the bullets slash wizards man since the day i came out the womb man Mm -hmm. neil m said let's wait for the pick um, yeah, we got some we got some negativity in here from for sure. I think that we just got to get that negativity out of here. And of course, the new front office they have some they have a lot of it's going to be an uphill battle, you know, because public relations relations says I don't trust the Wizards front office not to fumble this rebuild. You gotta, I'm I'm just gonna sit here and trust the process. I'm not gonna agree with every move, you know. Like I said, I didn't like the first two trades, and the first trade was out of their hands, was out of their control. Bradley Bill held all the cards on that. The Porzingis trade, would I like more of a return for that? Yes, of course. Was it good that they did get a trade for Porzingis because he could have opted out and left? But then again, I think it was smart for Porzingis to opt in anyway because he's not going to get $36 million from any other team. Um, So the first two trades were certainly not sexy and they were underwhelming, but I thought they made up for it today. So they're going to, and they're not going to be perfect, 
every GM has misses in the draft. Every GM. You know, you even look at Michael Winger when he was with the Clippers. They drafted SGA, but they drafted Jerome Robinson, who is not even in the NBA anymore. You look at the um, Thunder. They made some good picks. They made some bad picks. They drafted Terrence 2K Ferguson, who's not in the league anymore. Mitch McGarry, who's not in the league anymore. But they drafted Sabonis. They drafted KD, Russ, James Harden. They drafted uh, Jalen Williams. Usman Jang is taking a long, uh, is, str- is not struggling, but he's in the G League, not hitting the ground running. So every team has their hits and misses. The Hawks, they drafted Trey Young. They drafted John Collins. They drafted Cam Reddish, who's been on, what, three or four teams already. So every GM has their hits and misses. You have to be patient, but you got to hit more than you miss. And that's just simply put, um, you, you, you got to hit a home run on some of these picks. Um, so you you got it. You got to trust the process. Uh, public relations. That's what I'm going to say. I'm being patient. I'm not going to judge these guys too hard just yet. It is a honeymoon phase right now. Um, it, we had our honeymoon phase with with West. I think we've seen enough from West to decide, like, hey, um, it may be it may be time. We're, or this is this is a, this is the final year for West to show out um, for me, and and, and it's going to be uphill battle for West. So. Um, I think I think it's easy to think in a negative in a negative way, just being a Wizards fan for, you know, like like we always bring up, we haven't made it past the second round since 1979. So it's easy to think that way. So we're trying to get out of that thing, but they got to prove it to us first. I mean, they've been this front office has been around. What, like, Have they been here a month? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we talking about, man? <laughs> it's, been, it's been a month, man. A month. Like, come on, let it play out. <laughs> Give it a couple of years, man. Like a month. Yeah, come on, man. So, I mean, so. Get a grip, man. <laughs> Get a grip. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh XD Zaytoven says Imani Bates, Imani Bates at 59th. Imani Bates Imani Bates was already drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. I gotta see if Gigi Jackson was drafted already as well. Um, he's a guy that I was very interested in. Mari Bailey got picked, so I'm disappointed we didn't get him. Um those are some of the guys that uh Travion Smith is still on the board though. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Terquavion Smith at NC State. Um, the Warriors are trading Patrick Baldwin Jr. to the Wizards as part of the Chris Paul Jordan Poole trade. So Patrick Baldwin is a really good shooter uh, as well. Um, can't, he was drafted last season, so we got a shooter and Patrick Baldwin Jr., another young prospect. Yeah, I like him, man. Very intriguing. So, like I said, I'm on board, man. Just mm-hmm. get all the young talent we can get. I'm on board. Right. Um, Groovy Entertainment says, "Why have we been bad for so long?" Um, just uh, the front office and, and bad roster management. You know, um, you look at what happened with Bradley Bill and the value we could have got for him, and um, you look at the Rui deal and the value you could have got for Kuz if you decided to trade him before the trade deadline. And you know, so that, that's a big reason why we've been bad for so long. Some injuries like the John Wall years. If he didn't break his hand against the Hawks. Um, I feel like we definitely could have got past the second round. Um, game seven against the Celtics, that was a heartbreaker. Um, we've had some couple, we had a couple of heartbreakers, you know, Gilbert Arenas missing the free throws against LeBron and never getting past the second round. So we, we've had some good teams, but we just had some unfortunate things and, and Gilbert tearing his ACL um, and the whole uh, locker room incident. So we, we, we had some good teams and some good talent, but it's just like we're almost there. And then something just takes us off the rails, and, and we just just go on this treadmill of, of of unfortunate events and mediocrity. Yeah, we've had some teams, man, but you know, it all starts, you know, here, man. It starts in building it from the you know the ground up, and we're in a rebuild. So yeah, we ha- we've had some good teams, man. But you know, you can look at a lot of teams, a lot of franchises in the sports period, and say, you know, coulda, woulda, shoulda. You know, it, it is what it is. 
Mm-hmm. You know, my main focus is, you know, we're trying to start a new era. And so, yeah, you know, we can look at any time in, in history, especially in sports, and say, you know, this would have happened, this would have been different, you know. <laughs> I mean, so I'm looking at I'm looking forward, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Jordan yeah. Poole. Uh, what were you going to say, Brandon? No, nah, I was going to say the pick is in. So I'm looking okay. to see who is we pick. Mm. Is it somebody that we're familiar with? <laughs> is it somebody from overseas oh tracy jackson davis is the pig of course from indiana so being a maryland fan i've seen this guy play a lot he is okay. a um big man he can stretch the floor as well he's super athletic really good at the pick and roll uh and pick and pop as well he was he won the carl malone award which is the uh best power forward in uh division one basketball he's he's a lob threat too man he i like his game he averaged 20 points a game 10 boards and four assists. Um, he's a guy that can do it all. He can pass, board, shoot the ball a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I like I think I think it's a solid pick. I think it's a solid pick. This was this was the guy that they got. This is the one guy that they got that it has been in college for a good amount of years. Everybody else was very young. The guy from Serbia is 18 years old. Bilal's 18 years old. Um, I gotta look at the guy from Dayton as well. Um I, I gotta see how long he played in college, but um I think it's a solid pick. Oh, I love the pick, man. I'm looking at him now out of Indiana, 6'9", 245. He's got some weight to him. You know, he's out of the guys we've gotten. You can say he's probably the most NBA ready. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, you know, you got to work on the offense a little bit. But then again, you know, shoot, look, finishes the All-American season with, oh, man, I'm, I'm reading now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's intriguing. You know, I, I love these picks, man. He's He's definitely a good prospect too, man. Like that, so yeah. Overall, man. Um, before we roll, man. Um, overall, what what do you rate it right now? What do you mm-hmm. rate the draft so far? Um, actually, uh, yeah, he actually didn't shoot any threes at all. He's more of an old school big. I'm looking at his three point percentage, and uh, he had a zero percent three point percentage. Uh, so he's kind of a he's kind of an old school big. He literally shot zero threes. He shot three threes in 2022. His whole college career, he shot three threes. So he really is that old school kind of big, but he can he can shoot the mid range shot for sure. Um, but high motor, high energy guy, high motor. You're gonna get 110 percent effort from him. Six foot nine, 245 pounds. So um, he kind of reminds me of when the Thunder took uh, James Earl uh, Robinson Robinson from uh, from Villanova. He kind of reminds me of that kind of player. Um, you said, what's my overall thoughts? Yes, sir. Um, it's it's really hard to draft to 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 grade this one, and and I, I heard that I heard that um Michael Winger he was saying this draft was going to be kind of clunky and weird. It, it is. It's a weird. This this draft is a weird draft. Um, there really wasn't. I think they they went for a talent and upside with the first pick in um in Bilal. And then uh, with the guy from Dayton, I, I just got to do more research on him, to be honest. And then the guy from Serbia, they went for upside again. So it looks like they really went for upside. And then the last pick, uh, it looks like they're going for a guy with a really high floor in, in Tracy Jackson Davis, uh, a la- an athletic big with a high motor. So there really wasn't like an identity with this draft, to be honest. Um, but they just want to get some some good young prospects in here that they like. So um, we'll see, man. I <laughs> I it's their first time here, so it, it, I, I don't want to give it a grade just yet. But I, I guess I would—I'd probably give it like a B plus, B. 
Yeah, that's what I'm rolling with, man. You know, if we're going off potential, because they, they haven't played yet. If you're going off potential, it's B plus. You know, there's a lot of potential overall across the board in this draft. So they def- to me, it was a good draft because you're drafted on potential. It's a rebuild. So no, I love all the prospects we got, man. I'm I love them. Definitely mm-hmm. a B plus. Right. And it's a rebuild. So you're just throwing they're kind of throwing darts at the dart dartboard right now just to see um how these guys pan out for sure. Uh shout out to Deontay Daniels, my guy, uh former locked on wizards. Uh, co-host shout out to him make sure you guys subscribe to his channel as well um and uh d talks a lot as well uh makes sure, yeah i mean d lante that's that's my guy he says just called it quits for tonight lol hope y'all had a good stream fellas thank you for checking in um my block said this draft was to ensure they couldn't draft anyone that would make them good enough to prevent them from getting a top three pick um <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that because anybody really at pick eight, I don't think that would catapult them to winning a whole bunch of games, to be honest with you. I think all the guys that were around that around that range were good players, but none of them were going to come in and, and, and make this team a felt team. Nah, I mean, <laughs> it's all about development. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what expectations are. They're, they're good prospects for developing. You know, you know, that's we're in the rebuild, so – <laughs> if you're looking for somebody who's going to come in and get rookie of the year, you're, you're looking for the wrong players, man. Mm-hmm. Right. Anthony Black was taking that six. Um, both the Thompson twins were taking back to back at four and five. So, um, what were your thoughts on Anthony Black going on six? Was that somebody that you really wanted, or was that a disappointing um, outcome that he went at at pick six? Um, I was kind of on the fence about him. You know, he, I like his size. I like his motor. Just the offensive side wasn't there. But I mean, my question for Orlando is, how many guards are you gonna have, man? I mean, you got. I mean, they got a bunch of guards. You got Suggs. You got. I mean, you get the list goes on. You got Cole Anthony. You got um, Markel Fultz. So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see how they kind of thin out going into the offseason. But uh, you know, there's been a lot of mock drafts that had him there, so it, it wasn't really a big surprise to me. I didn't think he was going to get the eight. I thought that Orlando was probably the best landing spot for him. Right. Um, I'm trying to see where Kassan Wallace went. We'll probably wrap it up. Oh, he went to the Mavericks at 10. So they got uh, – I'm sorry, Kassan Wallace also got traded to the Thunder. So the Thunder already have a, a good amount of guards with Giddy, SGA. So that's kind of a weird fit there. Um, Jed Howard went to the Magic. Like you said, the Magic, they do have a bunch of guards with Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony, Markel Fultz. So are one of those guys going to be traded? That's interesting. Um, I am intrigued to see what happens with all these guards that we got. You know, when are they going to trade them? Are they going to trade them before the trade deadline? What's going to happen with Monte? Um, what's going to happen with Delon? Are they gonna, are they going to keep Delon? So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens with the gluttony of guards we got. Um, Jalen Hood, Shavon Shafino went to the Lakers. I like him a lot. Um, Cam Whitmore went to the Rockets at pick 20, so that was definitely uh, different. I was not expecting him to drop that far. Jordan Hawkins, who I liked a lot, he went to the Pelicans at pick 14. Um, just summarizing the draft, and we'll wrap it up because it's, it's definitely been a long night, just a long, really twenty-four to forty hours for the Wizards organization for sure. Uh, really, last the last week as a whole. Um, Nick Smith went to Hornets at pick twenty-seven. Uh, who else? James Najee went to the Pistons at pick thirty-one. Um, Jordan Walsh went to the Kings. Maxwell Lewis went right before the Wizards at pick forty-two. I really would have liked if the Wizards would have drafted Maxwell Lewis at pick 35, but they traded the pick. I think Maxwell Lewis would have, would have been a great fit. So that's the, that's the gripe that I have. If I had to ding them for something, 
that's what I'm kind of dinging them for to get Maxwell Lewis. Maxwell Lewis out of Pepperdine, I think that's a guy that can really shoot the three. Who's I think he would have been able to come in and contribute really possibly day one because he can really shoot and he can really score. Um, I know they had to make a trade because, you know, they couldn't have so many players on the roster, so I get that as well. Um, Amari Bailey was drafted right before we drafted Tristan Vukcevic, so I really wanted Amari Bailey. He's going to the Hornets. Um, and then when did we pick again? We picked at 52, the young man from Dayton, Tumani Kamara. Uh, so, oh, our pick is, is, is coming up again. So I know <laughs> – I know we got to wrap it up, but it's Memphis is on the clock at pit 56, and then we got one more pick at 57. Did you want to stay on or wrap it up? Nah, man, I got to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, yeah, we're going to wrap it up right here. We're going to get to bed. Hope all you guys had a great night. I uh, just want to thank you guys for locking in, of course, and uh, watching, and uh, make sure you guys tune in next week. We're, we're going to try to break down all these picks as much as possible. Um, hell to the Wizards. Have a good night. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.